Hey everyone, this is Haley and welcome to the Faithful Pursuit Podcast. This is a podcast to encourage and equip young adults to faithfully pursue Christ as he faithfully pursues us. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the Faithful Pursuit. I'm so excited to be bringing you this new episode. This is full of just laughter and fun, but also great advice and just wisdom on how to cultivate and maintain godly friendships in this episode we have three amazing guests they're all best friends we have emma ashley and hannah these are all girls i know from college um that i had the pleasure of meeting this past year and they're so awesome i really just admire their friendship and their friend group and just how much you know they love each other how much they love the lord so i just had to have them on the podcast and they were I think the second people I asked on, but my first ever podcast guest, which is so awesome. So thank you so much to you girls for coming on. Um, if you're listening throughout this whole episode, we're going to be talking again about friendship, um, how to be godly friend. Um, maybe if you're struggling with like transitioning from high school to college and struggling with like the friendship aspect of what that looks like we're going to be talking about it on this episode and next week's episode so this is a two-parter so this week's episode is half of what we recorded and then the next half is going to be coming out next weekend um because we were just talking for a really long time and just had so much fun and then i also wanted to give a quick disclaimer so when we were recording this we had to record with one of the girls hannah at home so we just video conferenced her in i was with emma and ashley and hannah was at home but as i was setting up the microphone to start recording this episode i did not select to record the audio from the mic so basically what was happening was it was just recording straight from my computer microphone instead of my actual microphone so if the sound is kind of muffly or just bad at some parts um i'm really sorry about that that's totally my bad and i was just too excited to get started to talking with the girls that i just didn't think to double check we did use the microphone like i brought it out and i plugged it into my computer and i like set it out in front of us but it was basically just like a decoration at that point it was pretty useless but that's okay But anyway, yes, so I had such a super fun time talking with these girls. I hope you really get something out of it. Um, So please enjoy our conversation about friendship. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Faithful Pursuit Podcast. I am here today joined by some very special guests, um, all from GCU. So if you each want to take a second to introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Emma Padelford. Um, I am originally from Simi Valley, California, and I was raised in Dallas, Texas, but I've been in Arizona for the last 10 years, and I love it here. Um, my major is behavioral health science, um, and I just want to throw down a quick dad joke for you. Um, so, I was on a diabetes awareness website, and it asked me if I accepted cookies. Is this a trick question? <laughs> I have diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm incredibly offended by that show. <laughs> wow. um, so I just want to kind of give my side of the story for how I met these beautiful girls that I'm with. 
Um, so Hannah is my roommate, and this will be our third year as roommates. Yeah, which is super exciting. I'm so um, excited. Yes, it'll be great. <laughs> so um, freshman year, we kind of met through the housing portal. Honestly, that's like how we all connected. But I was in a triple occupancy dorm, and I was honestly going to room with somebody else from my high school. And so I had already been placed in a room um, with some random girl that I didn't know. Uh, her name was Kaylee, so she is also one of our close friends. Um, and it was so weird because I, I got on there and I'm like, you know, I, I'm going to change out of this. And I, I'm not going to live with whoever I'm placed with. But then I got like this really, really weird feeling. And it was almost like God was just like, Hey, this is your roommate. And I'm like, what? Are you sure? <laughs> and so like after after praying through it for a couple of days, I just decided I was like, okay, I just have a really good feeling about this girl. Um, and so I stayed. And then a couple days later, I think Hannah ended up joining our roommate group. Um, and then it really just took off from there. Like one really cool thing that I remember about me and Hannah's first interaction was like following her on Instagram. In her Instagram bio, she had a quote from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which is, like, a movie that I watched growing up that, like, nobody else knows that I know. Um, and the quote was, be excellent to each other. And so Why I was like, yeah, we're going to get along perfectly now. Um, and then flash forward to, I think it was about October. Yeah. Um, I met Ashley here through Hannah because they, they had a class together. And it was so cool meeting Ashley. I, like... So she came over for a, a Star Wars night, and we were watching, like, either one of the movies or maybe The Mandalorian or something like that. Debatable. Debatable, yes. <laughs> uh, we don't really remember. But, um, so I just remember, like, walking into my dorm at the um, end of the day, and she was there just sitting on our couch with a huge smile on her face. And we just started talking. I don't remember what we started talking about, but she was just, like, really easy to talk to, and she was, like, super kind and outgoing. And I was like, oh, I like this girl a lot. She's really cool. And then our relationship just really took off from there. So that's my side of the story. All right, next up we have Ashley. Oh, thanks, Emma. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, my name is Ashley Osichka. I am a Arizona born and raised. Nice. Um, all, almost 20 years of my life. Um, I am currently studying at GCU for my history degree with a minor in pre-law. I do want to go into law for any of you who are wondering. Um, I promise I know what I'm doing with my degree. Um, yeah, born and raised here in Arizona, and I also have a wonderful dad joke for all of you lovely listeners. Um, the doctor said I got the peekaboo virus. They sent me straight to ICU. But, um, <laughs> The way, I guess, I'm going to take it a little further back. Um, the way that I first met these wonderful people is I met Hannah. Hannah and I were in an honors um, like symposium together, and it was during COVID, obviously. And um, we all got on this conference call together on Zoom, as you do during COVID. And um, it ended up getting crazy, and we all made a Discord together to hang out until school started. 
and Hannah and I immediately hit it off together, and, like, on Discord, I obviously don't have my real name, it was, like, I don't know, all I remember is that I had this, if you've ever played Untitled Goose Game, it was, like, a goose character <laughs> with a gun in its mouth, and that's, that was my avatar, and so we were, like, talking about volleyball or something, yeah. I'm like, I hope I can meet this person IRL. Um, flash forward a few months later, and we finally get back on campus, like, actually on campus for school starting, and we were taking psychology together, and I'm, like, really nervous, um, had never been to a school before, and was like, okay, this is my first in-person class, I need to meet people, and so I'm on my scooter, rolling up to class, and I see this girl who kind of looks a little familiar to me from, like, the Zoom classes, and I'm like, okay, target locked, <laughs> I roll up on my scooter. I'm like, hey, are you going to psychology? And she's like, yeah. And then the rest is history. Um, a few, I think a few weeks later, she invited me to a Star Wars night. In my opinion, and this is my take on the argument because we do argue about this, I think it was a Mandalorian, the like first episode of the Mandalorian season one. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what she invited me to first, and I said, uh, heck yeah, I want to watch that, so we, she invited me over, and that's how I met Miss Emma, and we were talking, and it was just, you know, Star Wars starts life-changing friendships. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a beautiful thing, and that's how I met these wonderful ladies. I wouldn't change anything for the life of me. I actually, fun fact, I actually don't use that scooter anymore. It broke. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Hannah, I'm going to swing it to you. Um, what is your major and how did you meet all these lovely people? Well, hi again. I am Hannah and I am joining virtually, full disclosure. Um, but I'm still here, there, in spirit. Um, yeah. But, so, my major is graphic design and advertising, or advertising and graphic design, depending on who you ask. And before I begin, I have a dad joke for you guys. Okay, beautiful. Yes. Um, so, why do seagulls fly over the ocean? Because if they flew over the bay, we'd call them bagels. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, good. gosh, it pained me to say Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, my story, side of the story and how I met these lovely ladies, I met Emma first because she is my roommate. And um, I was, you know, on the Star Res housing portal. Shout out to Star Res. We, and I was like debating, I think I was, I had early, like I was doing it early to get a scholarship or something. I don't know. And there's a couple rooms I was like going in between. I was like, I don't know which one I should do. Cause like there was one room that's had like graphic designer students. And I was like, oh, maybe I should be rooming with them because that's my major. And then I saw these other girls, um, which were Emma and our other friend Kaylee. And I was like, oh, mom, what should I do? And she's like, you should go with the girls, Kaylee and Emma, because they were talking, they talked about like Jesus and the Bible and their bio. And I was like, my mom was like, why would you should go with them? <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. I I'll go with the Christian girls. <laughs> um, and uh, the one thing I noticed about Emma's bio in um, the in her like housing portal thing was that she said like I'm so jazzed to meet y'all and I was like that's really silly that's funny I've never heard that before and little did I know that would just become a you know the big the best friendship you know I could ask for so <laughs> that, yeah so 
such a blessing. And then my side of the story of how I met Ashley um, was I was walking on my way to psychology and I met this girl in the, the elevator uh, on the way to psychology, like in my dorm, we're like, oh, we're going to the same class. So we were walking together, you know, chatting it up. Cause like, this is like my very first in-person college class ever. And so we, I walked with her all the way to psychology building. And all of a sudden this girl scooters up behind me, you know, I was like, oh, and she's like, oh, you guys going to psychology? And we're like, yeah. So as it turns out, I never talked to the other girl from the elevator ever again. But, yeah. I did. but with Ashley, I mean, I'm praise God, it just stuck. So <laughs> thank you. And that, I know you were homeschooled, Ashley. So that was like one of the first person. Yeah, fun fact. Um, when I say I had never been in a classroom before, I mean it. Uh, before that class, I had never been in a classroom with other Ashley. Yeah. I respect how bold you are because I'm like, for your first in-person class ever, I wouldn't scoot up to anybody. Like that is so brave. I'm just so glad you did. And fun fact too, about the discord thing. We didn't know we had, I, at least I didn't realize that I was talking to you until months later after we had like our friendship kind of had grown that we realized, Oh, we were talking to each other on Discord before we even met in person. So that was pretty, that was a pretty cool thing. That yeah, happened. I had no idea we were Discord friends until like months later. Yeah. Sure, it was second semester. Yeah, yeah. I don't even have Discord anymore, but. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. you know, and the rest is history. So praise God for that. <laughs> well, that's so awesome. I love to hear your all stories and just your friendship. You guys are so fun. Um, okay. So I also wanted to open up a quick dad joke. Nice. Um, Beautiful. So this one is, what pronouns does chocolate use? What? 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 Her slash she. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. And then, oh my God. Ashley, do you want to shout out the... <laughs> oh, oh yes. Uh, yeah, that was not an original dad joke. Um, shout out to... <laughs> None of these were. Uh, shout out to Dad Says Jokes on Instagram. Yeah. Um, that's where I get my daily my daily chuckle. <laughs> so, yeah. Go uh, go give them a follow. They have pretty good content. Not Christian content, just good. This is the only Christian content you need, guys. Snap, snap. All right. Okay, so now we're going to get on to the more serious-ish questions. Each time I have a special guest on the podcast, I'm going to ask them the question, what is your biggest piece of advice for young adults to faithfully pursue Christ? Because um, that's basically what this podcast is all about, um, encouraging young adults to pursue Christ. So I want to start with Emma again. What would you say your biggest piece of advice is? That's a really good question. Um, as I was thinking through this, I think one of the first things that came to mind was um, – just to recognize the need that you personally have for Christ. Um, because if we don't realize that, that we need a relationship with Christ, then, then what's even the point of pursuing? So I think it's like, it's recognizing what he, he does in your life and the ways that he can work in your heart to make you complete and realizing that nothing in all of the universe has the power to do that. Um, 
I mean, we were literally designed to have a relationship with Christ. And I think the sooner that we recognize our need for him, um, the more eager we will be to, to pursue him and the more um, intensely and I guess like fully committed we'll want to be to him because it's like, what else, what else can we do? Um, so I think that that would be one of, one of my pieces of advice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right. Ashley. Oh, fun. Um, 100% Emma. And I think especially for young adults, it's so easy to get into the wrong crowd and I think mm-hmm. just surrounding yourself with a good Christian community is so important. I think that's one of the biggest pieces of advice, of advice that I would give to young adults who are trying to faithfully pursue Christ. It's, I mean, I think, I think the biggest thing that you can do is just constantly keep each other accountable, um, heart check one another, just... Mm-hmm. If you're trying to pursue Christ, I mean, luckily at GCU, it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty good community of Christians. I mean, there's always something like a worship night going on, or like just something Christ constantly going on. But for those of you who are at a university that don't have that strong of a Christian community, find that, and or like go to your local church or something like that. That's that's huge. That's big. Or even if you're not at university. Um, just getting connected with young adults who are also Christians, um, that can make or break your faith sometimes. Like, it's not the biggest thing, obviously, but um, it is definitely something that a lot of young adults struggle with, getting in with the right crowd, um, having a good community to hold you accountable. Um, I think that is probably my biggest piece of advice. Okay. All right. That was super awesome. All right, Hannah. Um, I think... I know in my own life, and I, I think for anybody, no matter where you're at, the best place to start is to just study your Bible. And like as often as you can, like no matter where you're at in terms of community or anything, if you don't, if you're not studying your Bible, then like it's going to be really hard to pursue Christ because the Bible is really where that like that is like where our faith is. Well, it's like proof, you know, it's it, it's of why you know, we should, you know, live a life, you know, live a faithful life. And so I know for a fact, like I struggle a lot with studying my Bible every day, but I know when I am and when I really try to, my whole relationship with Christ and my pursuit of Christ, Christ changes for the better. So I think no matter where you're at, start there, you know, if that's, if you're not already doing that. And then it's not, it's hard and it's not easy and you're going to fail sometimes because I for sure have, and I still do, but it's always something we should be coming back to. All right, that was so good. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so I think, um, just kind of like setting it up. So realizing your deep need for Christ and then having that community and accountability and then um, reading your Bible every day and like getting in the Word, all those are super important to like build your relationship and your foundation with God. So really love that growth. It's super awesome. Welcome. <laughs> um, okay, so now, so this this episode is all about um, the topic of friendship, as you, if you can already tell. So we have a really good group of girls here that are just really super close friends. Um, they have a really good friendship, friendship and friend group that I really admire. So that's why I wanted to bring them on. Cool. 
Um, so I just wanted to ask them a bunch of uh, questions regarding like friendship and how to maintain good friends, how to be a good friend, stuff like that. Especially like when it comes to transitioning from like high school and into college. Um, so if we just want to hop right into those questions. Um, how do you balance maintaining good friendships and pouring into your friends while simultaneously having jobs and classes and other commitments and everything that the college life entails? Um, how do you prioritize like your obligations to friends and then studying classes, jobs, church, and everything like that? Um, so whoever wants to go first. That's a good question. Do yeah. you want to talk about that, Ashley? Yeah, I think Okay. <laughs> um, huh. Yeah, balancing is a hard act, especially, it feels like, it, it literally feels like you're juggling sometimes with, I mean, at first, when you first get into college, your classes will most likely be pretty easy, um, Lord willing. Um, it might seem like a lot compared, it, it might seem like a lot, but honestly, it's probably going to be pretty easy at first, um, and then as, like, the semester and goes on, you'll, you'll get to be more busy, especially if you have a job, um, Lord has been amazing, and my first year, I didn't have a job, um, so I just juggled classes and friendships, um, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't already a, um, a struggle trying to find, like, when to do things mm -hmm. and who to allocate my time for, um, because I think, especially freshman year, you're gonna, I would, this typically assume that you're gonna find a lot of people and try to figure out who you want to place your time with like like I like my freshman year I had a few how few people that I would hang out with a few group of friends um some of them were um good people but not my people or just um not the right influences and you'll you'll go through that but I think like Ultimately, you'll want to find the people that you click with and also who love Christ. And God was amazing and did that really early on for me um, and made that decision pretty easy. Um, but then comes, like, the academic pressures of, like, okay, I want to hang out with these people, but I also have a project doing midnight that I need to start. Um, and it's currently 7 p.m. Um, <laughs> which, okay, that's happened. We've had some of those nights. But you know what's amazing about these group of friends? They'll do those assignments with you. Like, not for you, but they'll do them <laughs> side by side with you. I can't tell you how many nights I've spent in the library with these amazing people while I freak out trying to write a thousand-word paper. Um, it's a struggle. It's a lot, and it's hard to allocate time with friends and hanging out and going places, but... Those friends that you have will go through those things with you. Like it's not, it doesn't always have to be a pick and choose your battles, but sometimes they'll do them with you. Yeah, and that's that is important. Those are the friends that you want to have and to push you, but also are with you um, in those struggles. And I guess, I mean, you're at college, so your classes should be one of your top priorities. Um, I mean, I'm not a partier, but 
Don't go at the party. I mean, well, we do have some pretty nice parties sometimes. Yes. Safe parties. Safe parties. Christian parties. Highly Christian affordable parties. Absolutely. Um, But, I mean, I have shown... Yeah, there was one time I showed up to one of our parties with homework. And I just got in the room by myself and did it for like 40 minutes. So, you know, you just got to do what you got to do. Don't feel ashamed for prioritizing your academics. You're spending thousands of dollars um, to go to classes here. Like, yes, like Christian friends and... um, Finding your people is so important, but you are here to study and to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that should be one of your main priorities. Mm-hmm. Um, then, of course, church. Like, mm-hmm. immediately right off the bat, I think you should try to find a church in your area. Um, mm-hmm. Whether that becomes your main core group of friends. Um, I think could hit or miss. I mean, I think you can still be connected with the church, and that's not your main group of friends. Mm-hmm. Um but always try to find a church. Go church hopping if you really need to. Mm-hmm. Um, just go to church on Sundays consistently. I think having that break from academics is good. Um, but yeah, and for the job, I'm going to leave that to the people who had a job. Yeah, Emma or Hannah, who both worked. Well, I, I had a job second year, but it wasn't that hard. So. <laughs> Hannah, do you want to touch on that? Or want me to take it? Um, yeah, well... I guess as far as jobs go, you know, some people, they're necessary, you know, financially. Um, For some people, they're not. For some people, it's maybe, for me, having a job is more of, like, a part of, like, my career experience because my job currently is in graphic design. Um, And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it's hard to find, like, the balance between, like, okay, I should be working right now, but I also want to hang out with friends. Um, But... My job allows me to work from home, and there is a lot of jobs out there that, like, allow you to do that, allow you to work anywhere. And if that is something you're interested in, and it almost allows you to do your work with your friends because, you know, as long as you're just – if you're staying focused, you know, then you can do it with other people around you. Um, Obviously, that's not the kind of job everyone can have, but that kind of of remote work-from-home job is increasingly – more popular now and so i mean i've had a great experience with it and one thing too is like just having the presence of your friends with you even if you're not like actively like talking or doing something fun like if you're just in the same place just working you know or you know doing homework or working just it's like it just makes life so much better and you know you don't always need to be talking but the presence makes a big difference so yeah I mean, there's some rough assignments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. That's good. Adding on to that, because I had a job that was in person. So I think that with everything, because I, I had a job, I was in school, obviously, full-time, and then I was also serving at church. Um, I think that scheduling is a really big thing for me, and just knowing um, how much time I have in the week to delegate to different things. I'm the kind of person who will schedule things like school, work, etc. earlier in the day so that my nights are free because we usually hang out at night. So I guess it's just just knowing what your schedule is, planning it properly and smartly, honestly. And then, um, I mean, you'll, you'll notice those like moments of free time that you do have that you don't have to spend doing homework or working or, or whatever it is that you can give to your friends. Um, 
And so I think that like time management, <laughs> like as cliche as it is, it's, it's super important to staying level-headed because like Ashley said, you are here to go to school and that should be your top priority. Um, but I mean, if, if you surround yourself with people who have similar priorities and who are like, yes, church is important, school is important, um, and those things need to be a high priority in their life as well, I think it'll be easier for you to to have those same priorities and not compromise them. But yeah, good soup. Yeah. Great soup. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, okay. How do you make friendships and friends in college? Um, and, like, how do you approach, like, meeting new people? Because you're in a totally new environment, you know. Um, like, just sometimes people get scared and they're like, I don't want to just go up to this person like what Ashley did and just, like, say, hey, you know. <laughs> so what maybe is some, like, practical advice or tips or anything like that of how people, whether it be, like, boys or girls, um, like, to make friendships in college? Well, um... <laughs> I mean, you could take my approach and go screw up somebody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like even if you aren't that old of a person, I feel like whenever you're whenever you're stepping out into adulthood, there's gonna be there there's, <laughs> sorry, there has to be some level of boldness that you take on with your personality um, because you are you're growing as an, an individual. I'm sorry, I cannot speak. Okay. Um, and you're becoming an adult, and so you're going to have to step outside of your comfort zone in one way or another. And I think that the sooner you are able to embrace that uncomfortability, the sooner you'll be able to um, get used to it and be okay with being uncomfortable. Because that's that's going to happen a lot as an adult, and I think that you want to be trained in how to, how to deal with it, how to be able to cope with being uncomfortable. Yeah. And so if that's... If you're an introvert and you are like, okay, I'm really afraid. I want to I wanna be in the right group, but I don't know how to do that. Sometimes you might have to just take on a sense of boldness and um, go up to somebody that you don't know at, you know, the student union or something and be like, hey, notice that you're sitting by yourself. Um, approaching one person is often less scary than approaching a group of people. So maybe if, um, if you're better one-on-one, you can just go up to them and, and ask them. Um, I think that there are a lot of opportunities to meet people, even if it's just your roommates, if it's somebody sitting next to you in class, there are always going to be those opportunities. But I think that being okay with being uncomfortable is one of the, one of the greatest life skills that you can learn. Um, one of my life quotes is that it's only awkward if you make it awkward. Yeah. And if you make it awkward, embrace the awkward. So the sooner we can embrace the awkward, the better. Yeah. Heck yeah. Amen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> i like jump off of that is like one thing I've had to learn um is that it's like kind of just what you said like it's normal to be uncomfortable and almost that's a part of it because I used to think like oh if it's awkward uncomfortable then I should just stop this friendship's not going to go anywhere and that's like so wrong like that's literally just the normal part of it and like you should expect it to be uncomfortable so um yeah what I was gonna add um is like kind of what you guys said like be like you could learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable because that's what like college is all about that's what like adulthood is all about and that's what I've been really learning because it's my um I just ended my first year so I was really learning that like yeah like things are uncomfortable but that's like where a lot of growth happens and a lot of like actual like friendships and like good moments and good times that I've experienced happened was when I was like 
uncomfortable, super awkward, like didn't know anyone or like whatever. Um, and I met like some of my best friends now from that. So um, just being comfortable with the uncomfortable and um, yeah, just like being okay with that, being okay with just going up to someone and like saying hi or like if you if you see someone who maybe you like their outfit or you like their hair or like if you see like something that you guys have in common then you can just go up and say hey like oh I like that too or hey I like your outfit and then like just start a conversation like oh where did you get that where do you shop um what shows do you like or like you know anything like that just like starting a conversation and I think um, kind of like what Emma said about, like, for introverts, it might be kind of hard. Because I think we're all pretty extroverted. <laughs> I would say so. Yeah. so. Just a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, but even, like, with that, like, you just got to be bold and, like, be brave. And um, a lot of, like, blessings come from, I guess, periods of when you're uncomfortable. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. What does a godly friend look like, and how can you become a godly friend to others, and how can you have or find godly friends for yourself? Good question. Good. Hannah, do you want to touch on this question? Well, it's kind of, sorry, <laughs> some connection issues. <laughs> um, but um, I think, what does a godly friend look like? I think one of the biggest things in with my friendships and my friend group, and this is just one thing we do, but it makes just such a difference, is constantly being like praying for each other and like just genuine, like asking to, you know, asking for prayer or asking if they need prayer. That's really helped me like keep God at the center of my friendships. And um, I... I just, I'm so thankful for it. Like, is it, 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 prayer is one of the most powerful, is like one of the most powerful things we have. And I think it can easily be taken for granted because a lot of my life, I didn't realize how powerful and necessary prayer is and it to build relationships with each other, you know? And so I think that's like one thing I've needed to do to keep God, to keep God at the center of my friendships. So, Yeah. that's a really good point um just adding on to that i think that it's really cool to be able to carry each other's burdens in that sense and um the more you you communicate about the things that you're going through the better you can be there to support one another Mm -hmm. and also just encourage each other to look upon the face of god to find joy within those difficult circumstances so i think that uh, just in the last year, our friend group has really been able to learn how to do that, which has brought us closer together. And you can definitely see the difference from where we were um, a year ago compared to now. So just learning how to support each other, point each other towards Christ, and carry each other through difficulties makes a world of difference and really brings the Lord into each relationship. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Ashley, do you want to add anything really quick? Honestly, I think you guys covered it. <laughs> I, yeah. I love you guys. I love you. <laughs> Being okay with saying I love you. Yeah. That's my, we that's my question. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I love the English language. I could go on a whole rant about that. That's besides the point. If you ever want to talk to me about the word I love, or the word love, hit me up. <laughs> I have a lot of great. Awesome, guys. All right. 
How do you? Okay, so since we're um, we're doing some more break, um, you guys have experienced two summers kind of away from most of your friends. So how have you experienced uh, maintaining your friendships over the summer? Where can where you can go like long periods of time without seeing your friends? Like, what um, is there any like thing that you guys do to keep in touch or any? ways or advice you have for, like, maintaining those friendships over the summer or even just, like, breaks or anything like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, we have a lot of group chats. <laughs> uh, an uncountable of group chats. Um, but, honestly, we just text each other a lot. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. one thing. Like, we have just a lot of, I think, well, going off of what Hannah said earlier, we text each other, like, how can we pray for you um, once a week? Um, and that kind of trickles into other days of people asking like, for prayer or for praise reports. Um, that's been a huge difference compared to last summer where yeah. we, I mean, we kept in touch, um, but it wasn't <laughs> consistent texting. Um, and, like, we would send each other memes or whatever. But I think... Um, but I think that has been, like, the huge difference compared to last summer. And that has just kept up, like, you hear what's going on in people's lives. You keep updated with how they are. And that has been huge. Like, I just love seeing, like, how God has been working in, like, everybody's lives throughout the summer. And, like, in the praise reports compared to, like, the prayer requests the week prior. And it's just, yeah. it's really cool to see. Um, I guess, like, the summer can be long. But try to plan. I mean, it, thankfully, some of us live in state together, yeah. um, and we've been able to get together. I think at least once a month, which has been really, really, really yeah. amazing. Um, but for our out-of-state friends, um, and we do have them, sadly enough, um, we all wish they would just move here. Yeah. But um, for our out-of-state buddies, um, we try to plan things where they can come down. Um, it takes a lot, yeah. a lot of <laughs> planning, and um, but we're we're those kinds of people. We love to plan. That um, if you're not, that's okay. Don't don't worry about it too much. Plan a spontaneous trip. It doesn't matter. Yes. Um, do what you have to do, but plan times where you can just get together. Um, if things don't work out or if times and schedules are too difficult, that's okay. Just yeah. try to keep in touch. Ask how they're doing. Ask if you can pray for them. Yeah. Read the Bible with each other. Yeah. Like, start, okay, shout out to you, you version. You version. You version. Yeah. Yo, their Bible plans, blessing. I love them <laughs> yeah. so much. Um, I'm doing one with a couple friends right now on Ecclesiastes. Um, if you've ever read Ecclesiastes, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a little tough. It's a good break. But it's good. It makes you question things. And um, it's made me question my purpose in life. Um, But it's good. It's really good. And just doing those, like, five-day planners, the 30-day ones. We also went through Proverbs all together last month. um, Because it's 31 chapters and 31 days. What was last month? Okay. Summer got me. I don't know what day it is, but just do like Bible plans or Bible studies together, and um, yeah. we all would like check in and see like, okay, who's reading what? How are you reading it? Um, how are you doing with keeping it? But I'll be honest, I'm gonna be the first one to, not the first one, but like 
I'll be 100% truthful. I did not stay on track with it. I got it done. I'm proud of that, but I did not. There were days where I was reading, like, four-day catch-ups, but, you know? Yeah, I gotta do what you gotta do, right? And that's the cool thing about having a group, too, because they're there to go alongside of you. And obviously, it's, like, it's difficult to, like, stay with it every single day, but if you have people that you're you're reading with, you're, you're growing together, seeing what they're learning, but they're also holding you accountable, um... Because you're, you're doing it together. And I think that makes it really cool. 100%. Um, yes. Um, one thing I think with summer that I've had to learn, because I, summer break, like, leaving for summer break is really hard. Um, and because it's like, yeah, say goodbye to everybody. And especially at GCU, because our summer break is, like, really long. So, um, but one thing I've learned, yeah. One thing I've learned is that, I, it's a really cliche saying, but it's, I, I've, I've known it to ring true is that like absence makes the heart grow fonder, which kind of means like when you spend time apart, you kind of have something to look forward to because you miss your friends and you want to see them. And I think it's important to kind of have a little bit of time apart, not saying like, oh, we don't want to see each other or anything, but it's almost like it makes getting back together to hang out when the school year starts or the few times we can so much better because we, you know, we miss each other. And sometimes if you're spending all your time with each other, you don't want to get like sick of people. Not that that's happened to us, but it can, <laughs> you know? And so I think like that time apart makes your time together so much better, you know, because you've, you've been waiting for it and you've been looking forward to. It. So don't just dis- don't like dread the summer distance because it's actually really good for you. So going off of that, the um, next question is kind of like, uh, like, what, how have you guys find, found, like, a balance of, like, like Hannah said, like, kind of keeping distance um, and kind of giving each other space, but then also, like, you know, still, like, reaching out and still being in contact, if that makes sense. So, mm-hmm. do you, like, have you, is there, is there a balance of, like, giving, um, like, space, like, after you've already spent, like, seven months together all the time? <laughs> or, like, how you like manage that yes okay well i mean for us it went from i I think we saw each other for like three weeks every single day for hours at a time so honestly any time apart was pretty big for us especially this past year Mm -hmm. um but i think it's been good Mm -hmm. um because absence does make the heart grow stronger and it's i don't know i think it's just taught us to be more dependent on God in those situations, but also, like, appreciating those friendships even more. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, when you're with somebody all the time, you're like, oh, they're always going to be with me. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, for some reason, I stopped thinking about that person because they're always with me. But mm-hmm. then you kind of get the chance to, like, evaluate, like, oh, wow, I really do love this person for this and this and this reason. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it just makes me appreciate yeah. people more when I'm not with them. Mm-hmm. Because like yeah yeah I guess like explaining the like absence it does yeah yeah do you like recognize their absence and like the yeah. way of them not being there yeah yeah and like how that ties into like your communication during the summer because it's definitely hard being away from you guys because like when we're together during the school year we don't really text a whole lot yeah we're planning an event so it's it's like learning okay how do we communicate differently now that we're not con- constantly together. Um, and 
I think, like, obviously we have our group chats, but sometimes it's nice to, like, reach out to people individually. Um, And honestly, it kind of depends on, like, your relationship, I would say, and how close you guys are, which will dictate how often you reach out. But, I mean, if you, I mean, like, every week, every other week, or even once a month, depending on how close you are with this person, I think just, like, any form of communication just shows that you care about them Mm -hmm. and that you want to continue having that intentional relationship with them. And so even if you're just like, hey, how can I pray for you this week? Um, Or, hey, I remember a few weeks ago you asked me to pray for this. How is that going? And just show that you're still present with them. Um, You don't have to spam text them every single day. (laughs) If that's something that that person might not appreciate. But it's knowing how to how to read your relationship, read the person and know like, okay, how, what kind of communication would benefit not just them, but also myself, because you don't want to get burnt out too at the same time. Um, but it's just, I guess, figuring out like what the middle ground would be. Right. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Because so like I said, it's my first summer. So a lot yes. of these questions <laughs> are questions that I myself that I wanted to ask you guys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is really actually like helping me. That's good. Thank you so much. Awesome. Yes. Love that. All right, guys, that was the end of the first half of the friendship mini series that I'm doing with Hannah, Emma, and Ashley. I really appreciate them for just coming on the podcast and just talking with me. I had literally the best time ever with these girls, and I love talking about friendship with them um, because, as I said before, they just have a really strong friendship and friend group that I so admire. I just am really grateful to them for joining me on this, for discussing this, um, all so that you can gain some encouragement and just advice. Maybe if you're in high school or in college just transitioning and are kind of struggling with friendships or maybe you're just wondering how to become a better friend i hope you can get something out of this are interested in hearing more from me or seeing more of my content you can go ahead and follow me on instagram my podcast instagram is at the faithful pursuit underscore podcast at the faithful pursuit underscore podcast and you could head over there and give me a dm with any questions or advice or topics that you would like me to discuss on the podcast, and I'd love to discuss those um, for you. Also, I'd really appreciate it if you follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to this podcast, and maybe even leave a review if you're feeling extra generous. Um, Honestly, I will take any number of stars. Even if you give me a one star, I'll take it. Or you can leave me a five-star review. That would be really cool. And stay tuned for the second half and the rest of this conversation um, for next weekend. That one is going to be super awesome as well. Just really upbeat and fun and uplifting. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And stay tuned for more. Thank you so much.